You were never meant to create this way. Caged by shame that whispers, you're not good enough, you're not doing enough, you will never be successful. No, you were born to create with wild and abundant joy, with reckless abandon, unfettered feeling, and the easy piece of unshakable assurance. Here at Wildmaking, we're reclaiming this birthright together, untaming our art and rewilding our relationships with our creative work. I'm your host, author and creative wellness coach, Kristen Kiefer. Let's get started. There's a phrase that I often hear from my coaching clients and among the online creative community at large. I have a feeling that you're probably familiar with it. It goes, I just don't have the time to create, to write, to dance, to paint, to draw, whatever the case might be for you. This is a phrase that I think many of us have said to ourselves, and maybe it's something that you are actively saying in your creative practice or in your life right now. I just don't have the time. If you find yourself frequently saying this, today I would like to encourage you to kick this phrase to the curb. Because I don't have time is a limiting belief. Now, I am not saying that you can always make time to create, right? I understand that life is often hard and busy and draining, and there are circumstances that sometimes we need to prioritize above creating. And if there are too many of those circumstances, too many of those other situations that need to have higher priority over creating, then you may find yourself in a situation where you just can't spend time creating right now because you would be putting other things at risk, other more important things at risk, perhaps your health or the health of your young children or your elderly parents, that sort of thing, right? Your bills. (laughs) But nevertheless, I don't have time is a limiting belief. And allow me to explain why. So, Often we think of limiting beliefs as being personal. We think of them as beliefs that we have about ourselves that hold us back. Things like, I'm not talented enough, I'm not consistent enough, I'm not skilled enough, those sorts of things. But this actually isn't always the case. A limiting belief is simply any belief that we might have that limits us. And it can be about ourselves or it can be about the world at large. It can be about time. It could be about gatekeepers in the writing industry. It could be about any sort of external circumstance as well. So saying to yourself, I don't have time to write is a limiting belief. It limits you. Now you might be thinking, well, isn't that belief true? I don't have time to write. I need to prioritize other things in my life. And I understand where you're coming from, And like I said, I'm not here to tell you that you actually have time to create when perhaps you, you know, can't really prioritize that right now. But the thing about the phrase specifically, and maybe we are being a little bit pedantic today, but words matter, right? So the thing about the phrase, I don't have time to write, is that it puts time outside of your locus of control. If you've never heard of this phrase before, totally understand. It's kind of a psychology term. Your locus of control is the degree to which you believe that you have control over the outcomes that you experience in your life. If you have an internal locus of control, that means that you strongly believe that you directly influence what you experience in your own life. 
If you have an external locus of control, then that means that you believe that external sources have a more important and influential role to play in your life than your internal choices. And this is dangerous because when your locus of control is external, you feel trapped and disempowered. You are more likely to suffer and struggle with mental health issues and concerns when you have an external locus of control because you feel, again, disempowered, like you don't have any influence over your own life or that you have very little influence over your own life. And you're more likely to experience unwanted behaviors such as procrastination and avoidance because what's the point? If you, if the choices that you make in your own life have very little influence over the outcomes and the circumstances that you experience, or if you believe that you have very few choices that you can even make, then what is the point of acting? What is the point of putting forth effort in a certain way if it's going to have very little impact on your life, right? That's the sort of thinking that you can fall into when you have an external locus of control. You may believe that things like luck and chance and privilege and nepotism have a far bigger impact on what you are or are not able to achieve in life than you do, right? You might believe that other people are succeeding only because of things like luck and privilege and nepotism and not because that they, they have worked hard or um, made their own choices to achieve those outcomes in their lives. And yes, external forces absolutely do hold sway in our lives. I'm not here to say that things like luck and privilege and nepotism aren't very real. They are. Those things happen. They do have some influence over what we experience in our lives. But no matter the hand that you have been dealt, no matter the circumstances in which you find yourself, here is the most important point. You get to decide how you are going to respond. What you do with the circumstances you find yourself in, what you do with that hand that you've been dealt, determines your future. Maybe the circumstances are not ideal. I understand that. But you still get to decide. You have resources that are available to you, and you get to use them in the midst of your circumstances to create the best future that you can with what is available to you. And this is where your internal locus of control lies. I mentioned that you get to use your resources, right? You get to use the resources that are available to you. And time is one of those resources. It's an incredible resource. And it's a resource that you get to decide how to use. And the way that you start engaging with time in a way that is in your control, is by owning your choices. Because you are making choices each and every day. I think sometimes we tell ourselves that we don't have time to write because we're caring for really young children, or working a really, really demanding day job, or caring for an elderly parent, right? And so we tell ourselves, you know, I'm just so busy and so exhausted, I do not have time to write in the midst of these circumstances. But when you tell yourself that, you aren't owning your choices. You aren't owning your agency. You're saying that these circumstances in which you find yourself are controlling you. That you don't get any choice in the matter. And you do. You could very well decide to be a deadbeat parent and leave your kids behind. 
Am I suggesting this? No, absolutely not. But that is a choice that you could make. You could decide to put your elderly parent into a nursing home or, you know, something of that nature and just leave them behind and not care for them yourself. You could decide to just quit your day job and go live in a tent in the forest, right? These are choices that you could make, but you are choosing not to make them because you value the other thing more. You value the security of a roof over your head at night. You value the love that you have for your young children. You value the love that you have for your elderly parent, right? And so you are making choices to prioritize your role in those circumstances over other opportunities available to you in life, such as creating. And if that's something that you need to do right now, do it, but own it. Own that you are making that choice and be proud that you are making that choice. Be proud that you are caring for your elderly parent rather than leaving them to a stranger. Be proud that you are taking care of your young children instead of running off to leave them in the dust, right? Be proud of the choices that you are making and be proud of the values that you are living by in your life. You are using your time and you are using it well. Own that. Take back your agency. I know it can be really frustrating to want to create, but find yourself making the choice to prioritize something else instead. There's a whole discussion we could have at another point in time about how creation can be an act of rest and how it can be an act of nourishment for our souls. And there's a whole other conversation that we could have sometime about how All progress is good progress, and even the smallest pockets of time that we have to create can offer incredible joy and fulfillment and value to our lives, but those are conversations for another day. For now, I just want to encourage you to trust that your circumstances that you are choosing to engage with, even though perhaps they are not ideal for you at this time, are not going to remain the same forever. Things are going to change. Life evolves. And you are going to have opportunities to make different choices with your time in the future. Opportunities that leave you feeling free. I mean, I hesitate to use that word because it implies that right now you're trapped and you are not, right? You are making choices to live by your values. But you are going to have opportunities in the future to make a different choice because you can value that other choice, right? You're going to have opportunities to create in the future and to choose your art, to choose it without guilt, without hesitation. Trust that those opportunities are going to arise. Be patient. Your art is waiting. And remember that the more that you tap into this internal locus of control, the more you own your choices and take back your agency, the more empowered you're going to feel. And that's going to impact every aspect of your life, not just the way that you engage with your art. Thank you for listening to today's Wild Making. If this episode felt like coming home to yourself as an artist or a maker, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing to help this podcast reach a wider audience of creatives like yourself. And for more on untaming your art, be sure to check out my current coaching offers and subscribe to receive weekly wisdom-packed emails in your inbox for free at kristinkiefer.co. Cool? Until next time, shine on, my friend.